You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. All right, we live. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 311. My name is Jay, J.M. Clark, Jay the Jedi Ross, and it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back with me. We are not in the L5 studio. We have ventured to one of our favorite conventions of the year, Motor City Comic Con 2018. We are sitting here at our home away from home with our very, very good friends, Bob and Dave <laughs> of Podcast Detroit. In the uh, house? In the house. Any of uh, you regular listeners out there are probably fully aware that we are a proud member of Podcast Detroit. Uh, we're kind of the little tiny Canadian centimeter of the show kind of thing. <laughs> you're, the, you're our great white north embassy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's, uh, guys. Uh, uh, so we can say we're multinational. That's why, we, that's why you're that's here. That's why yeah, I'm absolutely. in there. Yeah. I make we're an international network. We are. Right. right? Uh, so uh, this is my fifth year at Motor City Comic Con. I think I met you guys four years ago, yeah. somewhere around there. And, Someone uh, was telling a story last night, and I completely forgot about it, when we sat up till like 3, 4 in the morning and put a microphone on the floor and just talked for like two hours. Oh, and that's still out there. I know, and he's, that's what I told the guy. That the recording's still out there. It was the guy that does social media for the con. Oh, Adam. Yeah, yeah Adam. Adam. And he, Adam, sat, Adam and he yeah. sat in through that, and he was telling me stories about it last night. I'm like, I won't listen to it. I refuse. I want no part of it. Oh, it was and, amazing. Uh, you're right. Uh, yeah, um, Adam's great. It's good times. We've done some crazy, crazy recordings here over the years. Uh, like, yeah. Because the thing, the cool thing about this convention is the fact that the hotel is connected to the convention, which uh, leads to a high comfort level of a lot of the guests and celebrities coming down yep. to the bar and hanging out with us. And uh, yeah, I mean, Astro- Astronomicon was like that too. That's awesome. Where they had the Loon River restaurant, the bar, and then, and then the hotel. Not only then they brought small bars. So imagine just walking out this door. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's like three mini bars. That was just like Denver Comic Con. I went about four years ago. There was a mini bar every 50 feet. As it should. So every, like, you drink a beer, by the time you'd finish, you'd be at the next bar ready to pick up your next well, one. Isn't, right? isn't that the best part of these things? Like when this, when Novi, before this was uh, Summit Place Collection or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, your Summit Place. It was yeah. the Novi, whatever, and they would they sold beer. There was beer stands. I remember yeah. vividly. There, we had, there was wrestling rings. They used to bring in trucks like the Mad Max, Lord Humongous truck, right. and like Dukes of Hazard and Batman and all that, you know, the fan trucks. Uh-huh. Like there was... Yeah, the, you, you almost got, got us thrown out because you, <laughs> would, you wouldn't get out of the Mad Max car. Yeah. I, I left when he said, <laughs> dude, if the, you either... There's, there wasn't a sign saying you're not allowed to... Don't, please don't get on the vehicle. So I jump on the Mad Max, Lord Humongous truck, and I put on the hockey mask, and I grab the CB microphone, and I'm yelling Ay- Ayatollah rock and roll in the whole bit. Just walk away. And a little five foot four guy in Mad Max leather is like, get off the truck. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. That's awesome. That's fun. It's uh, Philly's that way, too. Philly serves. It's a licensed con. Okay. So it's just Coors tall cans all right. day long. So. I meet you guys years ago, get to know you guys a little, and you guys started with your own podcast, IT in the D, which was described 
as an IT podcast. We were still trying that. But kind of developed very quickly into a bit of just a shit show yeah. kind of thing. But it's, what, it's what it went from, hey, let's try to be tech, to, all right, let's just be us. What do two geeks talk about when they're sitting around at the bar? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, so how long was IT and the D going before you decided to start Podcast Detroit? Well, so IT and the D started June of 2013, and then we built a studio just for ourselves May of 2015. And it took, it was just going to be us, our own little private man. The studio man was just for us. Yeah, the one in Ferndale was just us. Really? Well, we kind of outgrew where we were. I mean, like, the Russell Industrial Center was cute. Right. But, like, when high profile guests wanted to come on our show and we had to say no because the entire floor smelled like a Cheech and Chong set <laughs> and, and their police detail probably wouldn't My have been show cool with it. Well over there. I'm just, oh, yeah, you need to fit right there. Um, but no, so we, you know, we, had, we got lucky. We had a buddy who had a couple of spare office suites up above his thing that he was doing. We adopted one and built out a studio. And it took like three weeks before people started going, all right, guys, look, stop. Like, we've seen the pictures. You guys have this killer studio. You use it for two hours a week. Stop being dicks. Open the doors. We want to do a podcast. Kind of makes sense. So, that, you know, so like I said, we launched, you know, we, we built the studio in May of 2015. And then July of 2015, we launched the network. That's exciting. And you guys were kind enough to let me become one of your syndicated shows. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm up in Toronto, so I can't come down. Right. We only have two, you and Ming and Mike. So you're in, you're in select it? company. Yeah, yeah, that's really it. That's some awesome company to be in, too. And it was very cool. It's always awesome because you guys set up here live at Motor City. Yeah. Like we're in, you got two booths lengths. Yep. And the entire mobile studio is set yeah. up here. So we can sit down and go live and record at any time. Mm -hmm. uh, last year was when we recorded my 200th. Yep. And Mike and Ming joined us for that, which was cool because Mike was on my 100th and my 25th. Oh, I remember that. Yeah so, yeah. yeah. so Mike's been kind of like a recurring thing. He really helped me get off the ground. In yeah, Zapsic's a great guy. Yeah, was, and they yeah. stole our idea for the podcast network and they, they, uh, they tell us they're like, <laughs> oh, no, they freely admit it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are they still on PD as well, though? Or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, see, it's nice to share. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, we've got friends that are out in Colorado, we got friends that are down in Dallas, and we got them out in Jersey, and we're all trying to figure out, all right, how do we play more together? Like, you know, right. how do we cross-syndicate stuff? How do we, yeah. yeah so they yeah. blended, so you got to make fun of them next time you talk to either one of them. <laughs> they blended podcast and studio, so we either call it the podca studio, or it's the podcast Udio, right? <laughs> and it drives Ming absolutely crazy. I like Udio. So we're like, yeah. So right, we go, here's a theme time. song. <laughs> Podcast Udio. Do, do, do. Whoa, you know. Uh, I'm glad to see those guys are still podding too. You know? Oh yeah! But the reason I loved you guys and the reason I loved the outfit is because we kept buying drinks. That, yeah, that too. <laughs> that was the main reason. A lot of it though is that you guys are in this for the obvious love of it too. You're not just trying to make a buck. Dude, it's a black. Well, yeah. You know? Dude, we get told if I had a dollar for every time we got told that we were too cheap. Oh yeah, on our pricing. I mean, right. it's because I mean, we're forty bucks an hour, right? And that includes the engineer, editing, yeah, edit. syndication, distribution, all yeah. that stuff. That's a crazy um, deal. And, and it's, but we're not trying to pay the mortgage off it. Like we're trying right. to let you know, we're trying to let people use it as a platform to get their voices out there. And uh, yeah, I mean, we we do this because it's it's our sh like our show still records in those studios. So right. like when we make improvements, it's not just for our show. It's for everything that goes on there. I mean, yeah, we want our stuff to sound good. But our show is still the fastest two hours of my life every week. Right, right. I mean, it's it doesn't matter how bad. The best thing we ever did, the best choice we ever made, was being on a live internet radio station when we started the right, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was Monday night at 9 o'clock. So no matter what the hell we were doing. You had to do it. You had to be at the, yeah. in that seat at 9 o'clock. Lights turned green. And you say, welcome. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because otherwise, 
My tummy hurts. Oh, yeah, if we'd have just gone out and like if we'd have gone out and bought this gear and right. like set it up in my basement or his basement, way too dude, easy. Dude, every to week we're like, in. yeah, nah, yeah, dude, yeah. let's just go hit the bar or yeah. hey, let's go do you know whatever. Yeah. And no, I mean it's it's like bowling night. Like you know you know if you're not there, you're the asshole that's not Absolutely. there, and you know yeah. you owe everybody twenty bucks and you get it. So I mean that's kind of we just how we kept ourselves accountable doing it. That's why yeah. even when we moved to our to the studio we built for ourselves. We could have picked any time in the world because there was nobody else using it but us. We were still Monday nights, nine o'clock. We were live, yeah. And it's the same, you know, when we moved to you know the building in Royal Oak, Monday nights, nine o'clock, we're live. I mean, that's 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 the pattern we've gotten ourselves into. Commitment, man, doing a live. We're gonna be we're gonna be at two fifty. Oh God. Well, no. Here's the the thing: is I don't get is you know the running joke for our show was. 16 episodes we're going to run out of shit to talk about it just <laughs> we're going to be out of topics yeah. and we're at episode 250 and we can't stop talking yeah it's 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 one of those things where you, you guys know, have plenty to say it may not be important or worth hearing but you guys have plenty <laughs> right. to say. indeed indeed no but you guys have gotten big enough and successful enough as you've just heard, as everybody's just heard growing you got a brand new studio opening this week yeah and you guys are still cool enough Knowing that, you know, I have my own podcast network. I'm on another podcast network in Toronto. Right. But you guys don't care. You no. guys know it's for the love of all of it. Well, dude, know? and that's that's the part that, kicks, that cracks me up. Like, And we've had this conversation a bunch of times with people. Like, we don't understand, like, when people, like, we, we want your podcast to be exclusive with us. Why? Yeah. yeah. Like, what? That's what's the point? Yeah. I knew a podcast network once that. They didn't want their shows on anything but their website. And yeah. one of their podcasters came to me one time and was like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, shouldn't I also be on iTunes? And I was like, yeah. dude, you should be on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, anywhere you can yeah. put that. Everywhere fine thing. podcasts yeah, are sold. Yeah, exactly. So I never understand that. Uh, so how does it go down? Because I know Jess, yep. is, uh, she runs a studio. Yep. But who covers all the editing that you guys do and everything? She all the does now. She does it all. So is this full-time Yeah. Thing? So, I mean, it, I, like, I used to handle all of the editing and all that stuff for the shows. And then we moved, when we moved Jess from just an engineer into a, a full-time studio manager role, she took over the editing. Right. Um, and, I mean, it's not like we do really intensive editing for the vast majority of the shows. I mean, yeah. it's, it's clipping music breaks, run everything through a leveling program so that all the voices sound great in the room and all that kind of stuff, and then publishing it and off you go. Right. Um, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's not that it's not time intensive. I mean, I was spending probably 20 hours a week doing it, you know, and and that's now 20 hours that I have to go work on other stuff. Like, Hey, let's go open a new studio and, and, you know, let's set up at a con and that kind of crap. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing though, you know? So, I mean, that's, and honestly, I mean, that's one of the nice things about it. I mean, you think about it. So we've got jazz and we've got four or five other engineers now. What? I mean, mean, we got four studios running in the Royal Oak location. There are night. There's a couple nights a week where all four are running simultaneously. So to and we could and we Jane, we could have very easily made it self serve, right, and let people do come run their own stuff. And but I mean, well, we tried that. We tried that, but there was that's a sound, risky. Right? No, there was sound quality issues. Right. And here's the thing: well, and the people end, swore up and down they knew what they were doing, and they didn't. Right. right. They, yeah. they wouldn't hit record, and they lost a whole show with a marquee guest. But I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're getting to the point where now. Podcasting is so prevalent, mm-hmm. we can start bundling and selling ads on the on the network. Right, right. So, and that was the ultimate point. We're like, I don't care if we break even on the studio fees. Like, we can start getting like solid ads. Yeah, that's where the money is. That's where it's yeah. at. Is there anybody who uses the studios that's not on the network? Do you? S- yeah, is I mean, there anybody so what, who buys it out for other purposes? Yeah, for like, it's what we call white labeling. And I mean, yeah, there are a few businesses that come in. 
um, and voiceover artists that like you know come in and do their recordings. A lot of stand-ups oh, that really? are like and then they just walk away. Yeah. yeah. So voiceover artists will come in and record their actual work. Oh like, yeah. I got a job. I need this recorded. Right. And like record it, like people that travel off. or whatever else, or that like or they cool. hear about us and they come in because like, you know we've got um, Studio Two is our is our smaller studio. Right. And so you drop a voiceover artist in there, and the sound quality is phenomenal for them, and they just they sit there and do their thing, and right. off it goes. It must feel great for you guys to see what comes out of it too. Like let's use an ex- a fresh example, even though the bitch isn't here. But our good friend, Mr. Jimmy McKnight, right. of the uh, Arc Junkies podcast, yeah. formerly of the Ninja Starship. Right. Uh, you know, we were, we were talking about how you and him were even speaking, and he won't mind me saying this because he knows how it was, but as much as he loved doing the Ninja Starship and talking his Power Rangers and everything, you could feel that wasn't where the main passion lied. Right. And it was as well there. Well, and more to the point, that podcast wasn't going anywhere. Right. I mean, no matter who he had on as guests, There's no matter who he had on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, There's no matter too many who geek was, shows. He there just... Is he wasn't getting any traction with it right. and it was frustrating him. Yeah. So he switches to welding and the right. show skyrockets yep. because I mean, just being a welding podcast, he was like number four on iTunes right away. Oh, yeah, Cause yeah, there were only, yeah, there were only three of them that existed. There are only yeah. four. <laughs> yeah. So he's doing all this crazy stuff, welder magazine and everything. That must feel good for you guys it's to awesome. know that you helped grow this and, Gave someone the opportunity to chase their dreams. Dude, I mean, that's the shit. whole point. I mean, yeah. we, we look at the studios kind of like we look at our networking group. I mean, it's almost it's like an incubator. Right. Like we, we're trying to help people grow up. Right. You know. Right. But he got what he put into it. Let's let's not oh, put true. any. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah you know, no, I that don't kid. Give that, that kid has more passion. Yeah. And when it, you know, like me, in my profession, everyone always talks about man. When you start getting into something, your eyes light up. There's you can just feel it. Right. And that's how Jimmy is, man. Like that, that energy and that. Like, well, I'll never forget. It was a podcasting panel here a couple of years ago that I was on. There was like four or five different pods that were on this panel, and it was just podcasting 101. And I'll never forget this guy in the front row with his, you know, his big ball cap and his giant neck tattoo, and his eyes just wide, and he was soaking in every little bit of everything we were saying. Yep. Right. Next year, the guy comes to me and he's like, "Hi, I'm Jimmy McKnight. You know, I wanted to thank you." He did you the guys. same thing for us at the Mount Clemens Con. Oh yeah, he sat yeah, in the front. But he guy. came to us and he's like, "I just want to thank you guys because now I've started doing my own thing." And you know, and yeah, he came. I'll never forget, like just a wild-eyed, yeah, ball of energy. He was taking selfies with us. Oh yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Nice. That was shit. Twenty fifteen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, the exciting thing about podcasting, though, because it's a medium anyone could do. For guys like me who decided rather than follow through after high school and take drama or become the filmmaker, I thought I'd just do a whole bunch of drugs instead. Right. And podcasting came along. Like, I became a tree climber. Yeah. Like, I'm an arborist. I was a fat little drama kid, right? Like, I have no business climbing trees. <laughs> I am not, like, a manly man. Never played a sport at all. Like, I don't know why I'm doing what I've been doing. I've been doing it for 18 years now, too, right? And uh, it's weird because I don't have the passion for that enough to do about a podcast right. about it but it's like the thing i know the most about you know so it is all about what you feel well, and what and you I mean, do and that's us with it and the d yeah I mean, so we've now, both been though, in it forever i get a chance to revisit all the old creative stuff i used to do because yep. i was a creative you know nerdy drama kid and now all of a sudden what do you mean it cost me like a hundred bucks a month or a year to have my own radio show yeah that's insane you know so yeah, yeah it's no different than my profession and being in sales what do it's, you it's, do bob a sales guy Sales yeah, but if I worked for a company that I thought either sucked or I didn't believe in the product, it would it would it would be so evident right. when I sat in front of a customer right. that 
Yeah. You know, my eyes didn't, my eyes don't light up for what I'm selling in the morning. I think that's the same with podcasting. Mm-hmm. Like if your eyes don't light up, right. thinking about just even thinking about the topic you want to talk about, just don't just just yeah, stop. It's like that. Uh, did a panel at Detroit Startup Week about podcasting last year. And, you know, this guy was in the, you know, we're having this whole conversation. This guy's in the front row and he throws his hand up. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, shoot. He's like, hey, I'm getting ready to start a podcast. How do I monetize it? I said, if that's why you're starting a podcast, don't. That's what we said, too. Yeah. And don't, yeah. that's don't. Wrong I mean, reasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you have to, like, because, and I did. I used the example of, I'm like, you know, hey, you know, Bob swore up and down that we'd make it 16 episodes. And, and we'd never have anything more to talk about. I'm like, you have to That's dive hilarious. in. Well, you have to dive into something that you want to talk about. I mean, look at, you know, now here we are coming up on five years, episode 250. You got it. And it's still stuff we love talking about. Oh, and it's you guys still are catching up. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we only do ours weekly. We don't, we don't do burst shit. <laughs> I've tried to be weekly, but I'm, I get kind of bad because I'll skip weeks here yeah. and there just because. It is hard. You got the life. You got the family. Shit You're happens, And like man. you were saying, it's just in no, my basement. See, but it's Monday more night- easier for me to go back and smoke a joint if I'm not in the mood to right. pod, right? So Monday night's sacred. I won't. Unless yeah. I absolutely have to travel and work, I won't. So if I'm like, I do my own schedule when I travel. Right. Um, I'll do my meetings are Tuesday through Thursday. Right. You know, Tuesday afternoon through Thursday morning. So I can fly out in the morning, but Monday night sacred, and everyone like at work knows it. Yeah, you know, they just that's how it. ridiculous is it that this little thing that we started doing has become like such a focus that all our family and friends and work they all have to start. Oh, I get reminded. Con- I get reminded constantly of the conversation <laughs> that I had five years ago, right after I got off the phone with him, which was, "Hey, I think I'm going to start this podcast thing. It's it's going to be like two hours a week. It was it's your like, idea then. It's going to be no, no, no." No, 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 no. He was a guest on an internet radio show. Okay. And they're like, hey, we got the Monday night slot. So he called me and said, do we want to do a podcast? And it was on like a Friday. And I, like, I go, okay. Yeah. So no, no. So I, I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, yeah, we're just going to do this podcast thing. It's going to take like, yeah, like okay. two hours a week. That's it. Yeah. Now it's, you know, like I said, editing was 20 hours a week. Is, and she, proud? Is she proud, though? Are the wives proud and happy? Or? I think they're tolerant. They're tolerant. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that. No, but, yeah, my wife digs it. She thinks it's cool. My kids definitely think Oh, yeah, my kids, oh, yeah. My kids well, think it's the coolest do, thing ever. What is the special kids show? Oh, the Kids Day thing we do. Yeah, voting day. Yeah, so yeah. every voting day, the kids are out of school. We're off work. We bring the kids into the studio. And just let them ramble. Just let them ramble. And I think it's the greatest thing ever. And a 12-year-old girl owned Dave. It's beautiful. If if you know... Tell the story. No, no, no. If you know Dave, he is like, I'm always right. And he's like, total, like, like, he'll argue with you until he bleeds out of his eyes. (laughs) I am the king of geeks. And, uh, yeah, right. He'll he'll do do work. He'll drop everything. He's like, he stopped on the podcast once for like 10 minutes, didn't talk, because he he was arguing with someone and had to find the right answer so he could prove them wrong. (laughs) So here's this 12-year-old girl, and we're ragging on him for watching YouTube videos of kids playing video games or people playing video games. Instead of just playing the games that they have. So she she stops right dead in his tracks and said, Mr. Dave, do you watch hockey on television? And he says, well, yes, I do. And she goes... Why don't you just go outside and play it? Oh. And we're like, owned. Like, just oh. shut him up. I've never seen it before. <laughs> Truly wonderful, the mind of a child is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah, you got me. So, like, I find myself now watching videos of people. Like, that's the one thing that blows my mind. There's certain things that, pat- like, I thought it was pretty hip technologically. I'm still very active in social media. Right. I keep up with the latest technologies, IoT shit everywhere. My, you know, yeah. car technology, everything. 
But this Twitch, man. Twitch, it, I haven't e-sports, ventured in yet. Yeah. It, it passed me by. Yeah. Where I just, we went, my buddy owns an eSports lounge, and we went to a big event he threw at, like, a, a garden theater that holds, like, a 1,000 people. Shit. And it was a Street Fighter Five tournament packed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, and they were literally just, like, what, two dozen tables full of people competing? And they all bring their own joystick. Oh, they bring oh, their yeah. own, yeah, their own oh, yeah. controllers. Or anything. Oh, it was nuts. It's got to be custom. My, yeah. my seven-year-old is a Fortnite freak. And the other, he plays a lot. I'll let, he'll play 12 hours if I let him. So the other day I was like, buddy, you've been playing a while. Why don't we take a break? Let's take the dog for a walk or something. And he turns to me and says, daddy, this is going to make us so rich one day. <laughs> and I was just like, that's their attitude now. That's because it's possible. Like these huge YouTubers. I mean, their there's heroes. million dollar a year gamers right yeah, now. It's yeah, it, it's one, you know, but it's, it's really, it's the same world as, you know, yeah, you can go out and you get, you know, you get drafted number one in the NFL draft. Yeah. You'll make a lot of money. That, you know, yeah. You know, the, per- the percentage of the percentage of the percentage of the percentage is so small. You know, it, it's not like everybody's out there, you know, PewDiePie or, you know, whoever the hell the latest one is that's, you know, making $10, $11 million. That seven-year-old but, kid that unboxes toys and makes like $11 million a year. Yeah, but you know the story behind that, right? No, absolutely yeah, his not. Dad's an ad, his dad's an ad account executive and had all oh, the hooks okay. to get the, Yeah. That uh, makes sense. More came out about that story. Well, no, that, and then, you know what? More power to him. Yeah, but I mean, so that's, that's the thing, you know, so, but for every one of those, you've got what? Uh, maybe a million or millions yeah, that yeah. are Hundreds of uploading their of shit into yeah. obscurity. I mean, yeah. what was it? Like three years worth of video gets uploaded to YouTube every minute. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Like it is physically impossible to keep up. I, with call, them, I call them fart in the wind shows. <laughs> no, like, like literally, you might as well just, you literally might as well just fart in the wind. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Some of the, some of the, Podcast that we even see go like what? No, no, you know. I could make a change. I could easily pull a Jimmy. Start doing a tree podcast of which there are none. Right. I know a lot of leaders in the industry. I bet you if I took that route and followed the McKnight formula, I could probably blow up with that shit. We, but you just answered your own but question. That we, passion. I don't have that passion to talk about that like I do fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Can we just take a moment and laugh about the phrase, the McKnight formula? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Instagram, he has murdered Instagram. Yeah. That's the one place that he has really figured yeah. out. And he sent me instructions the other day. He was like, Man, okay, no, you got to do your story here, and then you got to do a burst of this there, or you got to make sure that you have your you know transparent logo here. And he's really has turned Instagram into a fucking science. That's crazy. Hashtags, right? Hashtags, absolutely. Backpacks so and we hashtags. We got uh, two of my guys at POI at Points of Interest, Josh and Francis. They've been playing with Twitch, so they started a new show, and it's just pure shoot the shit show. But they're just trying to work with Twitch and figure it out because it's such a gaming-heavy thing. Yeah. But you can use it for other stuff. Oh, yeah, no, we've got it in yeah. all the studios. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. How did you two meet? I tried to sell him shit. He was a dipshit sales guy that kept cold calling me. Really? Mm. <laughs> How does it evolve? What happens? Uh, ended you up, say no. Want a no, beer? Ended up, okay. uh, yeah, no, literally. Want a beer? Yeah, so after, then, uh, after like the third no, he was like, dude, you, let's grab a beer. All right. And honestly, we ended up kind of bonding at Comic Con. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. we both were like, you know, we're both sci-fi computer geeks. Sure. You know, I went into the business side. He went. He's a, he went in the techie side. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, every sci-fi movie known to man, I knew forbade him. That's you awesome. Know, I'm wearing a goddamn Prince Voltan <laughs> shirt right nice. now. You know. Yeah. That's excellent. Um, 
right? And I, you know, and it was just one of those things where uh, I'm a huge pop culture junkie. I keep up with everything, and this was kind of the breeding ground for you know. It, it makes perfect sense that that's kind of how it happened. Like after knowing you two, no, but no, so, no let me break it down a little you're bit. Like buy this, no, let's have a beer, okay? Okay. He had a he had a Star Wars site like when the when the when the new you episodes had a Star came Wars out. site. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. Back in the day, I was either number one or number two, depending on which search engine you went to. What was the name? Echo Station. Okay, I don't know if I've just heard of too many things with Echo that it sounds yeah. familiar, or if I actually. Hear it, but it was just a website, like oh, website message or... boards. Okay. No, no, this dude, this is like ninety seven, ninety eight, oh, ninety nine. Okay, so, so he had is... so he had two servers, and he called himself a web hosting company. So he's listed on every big book as a web hosting company. So he was on a list. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird how things grow, man. Uh, yeah. Um, let me say thank you, guys. Uh, as always, and I say every year, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it's you a blast, guys letting man. me be part of this fucking awesomeness and uh hey, you even made it on the painting somehow that was cool was, that was, okay recently our good friend kelly o'hara uh wonderful artist uh you guys commissioned her so and here's and that started do, tell the story there. And that started yeah. a year ago here okay um i went over to her because she like she did the it and the d uh three furies from big trouble in little china okay, painting for right, us right right and I said, look, I said, I, I think I'm ready to get something else done. She's like, well, what do you want? So I, I pull up the movie poster from Cannonball Run. I said, I want this, but with, like, podcast Detroit peeps. Can you do that? And she right. was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was funny, like, you know, because real life happened. Like, you know, she was pregnant and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, kids get, yeah. having a kid gets um, <laughs> And so literally, so fi- like two weeks ago, we were, in fact, it was the day before PenguinCon. Um, she calls me up and she was like, hey, it's done. You want to come get it? And I'm like, yeah, I want the cheesy poofs. Um, and as dude, as soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit! This is big too. Dude, right? Oh, it's yeah, it, it's nice. yeah, it's a poster size, yeah, yeah. So it's of Cannonball Run. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Uh, she was kind enough, or you guys were kind enough. Somebody chose to put me on that fucking thing, and it's cute because you know I'm down at the bottom in the yeah. right hand corner. You know how you can see my hand. But not my full hand. Right. She, Kelly was like, "There's totally a dube in that hand." And I was like, right. "She's like, I couldn't show the dube, but I at least wanted to like show the hand there with intent." You know what no, I mean? No, and, and the running joke is Dave slipped Kelly another twenty to to make me fatter and to give him a chiseled chin. <laughs> you were you were Dom DeLuise. That's right. not my fault. <laughs> well, I can't. I, I just I, I really appreciate the fact that I'm way out there. I'm. You guys know. If I was here, I would probably be in the studio daily, oh God, yeah. probably just hanging out and stuff. So, you know, and I know you have so many shows, and you met so many people, but you guys always treat me like I was there in the beginning. Absolutely, and, man. And I cannot thank you Your guys. Your picture finally broke. So. You gave like we kept the picture that you hung yeah. last year. Yeah, it and fell. it was on the wall of oh. it was on the so wall of fame. Frame. I'll get you a yeah. new one because uh, that's an outdated picture. Anyways. Oh, it actually, is your so, outdated yeah. one. Yeah, uh, but the Fosgit logo that he yep. did, I'll print you up a nice one of that. Sweet, he killed it on that. So. Yeah. Love that thing. All right, kids, uh, Motor City Comic Con 2018. We're going to have a whole bunch more stuff coming for you. Uh, you get a whole bunch of interviews with all your favorite comic creators. Tomorrow we're scheduled. We're going to hook up with our good friend Christy Carlson Romano. We're going to have a chat with Christy and see what's going on there and tons of other fun stuff. So, Bob, Dave, thank you guys so much. Always, man. Very cool. Kids, check out podcastdetroit.com. Look up an elegant weapon. 
Listen to it there, and we will all love you so much. That's, that's Except when you're on the other networks, then you listen to it from those networks. <laughs> yeah, well, wherever, you know what? Wherever you can find it. And that's my theory. As long as it's out there yep. in the ether for someone yep. to enjoy, all good. But go to podcastdetroit.com and check out all their awesome shows because there are some badass shows. Mike and Ming. Yep. Mike and Ming have a show on there. Of course, we mentioned Arc Junkies, Miss Stephanie Maynard, and all her shows. Oh, yeah, the Way Station. We've yeah, got, I mean, so, a little bit of everything. We've got, got 90 odd shows recording crazy. now. So, yeah, it's yeah, nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. So, everybody, uh, check it out. Pay attention until next year. That's all we're going to have this year from the podcast Detroit booth at Motor City Comic Con 2018. Tech goodies. Beat it. <laughs>